0: The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by ComBank. Committed to being a better bank. Find out more at combank.com.au forward slash better.
1: Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball.
0: And I'm Kate Watson. It's Thursday the 21st of November. In your squeeze today, Westpac's big money laundering breach. Fires in South Australia and Victoria. Prince Andrew steps back from Royal Duties. And it's a day to think deeply. This is your Squeeze Today. A legal case has been launched against Westpac, which centres around anti-money laundering and counter-terrorism finance laws. What's the bank accused of, Claire?
1: Westpac's accused by Austrac of 23 million breaches involving about $11 billion in transactions. Uh, Specifically, they're accused of failing to report uh, almost 20 million international fund transfers, which they're required to do uh, over a five-year period up to 2018. Uh, it's also accused of allowing banks from high-risk countries, we're talking about banks in places like Iraq and the Democratic Republic of Congo, to transfer money in and out of Australia, which potentially gave criminals and terrorists an avenue for finance in Australia. The issue, though, that really has stolen headlines is Westpac's failure to identify the activities of about 12 customers. They were involved in transactions that the regulator says were indicative of exploitation.
0: As far as what Westpac has had to say, their CEO, Brian Hart, said yesterday said that these issues should never have occurred uh, and should have been identified and rectified sooner. The Prime Minister also weighed in saying he was appalled. Where do things go now for Westpac?
1: Lots of discussions now between Westpac and Oztrack. If you cast your mind back, the Commonwealth Bank was involved in similar action. They settled that case with Oztrack for 53,000 breaches. So when you stack 50 3,000 breaches against Westpac's 23 million breaches. You can see how big this case is. The Commonwealth Bank settled for $700 million. So, of course, uh, there's a big fine potentially in Westpac's future.
0: Moving on now to the Trump impeachment inquiry, those public hearings roll on and it seems the name we might need to know is Gordon Sondland. Who is he and why is he giving evidence?
1: Gordon Sondland uh, was a big donor to the Republican Party and through that connection he was able to get an ambassadorship from Donald Trump. He was made ambassador to the European Union. So, of course, he's very tied up in what was happening between Donald Trump uh, and Ukraine President Vladimir Zelensky uh, Sonlin has testified behind closed doors previously. Uh, his first testimony said nothing happened. His second one said something happened. And in this open hearing that's happened overnight, he says that there was a quid pro quo. And that, of course, is the key question that investigators are looking at. Uh, That means that Trump was looking for something from Zelensky uh, in order to let some funding go when it came to their defence systems.
0: For Trump's part, he has told media that he rejects the allegations of a quid pro quo and that he doesn't know Sondland very well. South Australians were warned yesterday to brace for bad fire conditions and that it was. Reports still unclear on whether properties have been lost in the state.
1: 45 fires took off in those catastrophic conditions yesterday. Some really dangerous ones on the York Peninsula, also looking at the Barossa Valley and near Port Wakefield. Firefighters have made a pretty massive effort overnight, it looks like, and a lot of those emergency warnings have been downgraded.
0: And parts of Victoria are now on notice with a code red warning for the Mallee and Northern country regions. Today, the last time a Code Red warning was issued was in January 2010.
1: Really dangerous conditions expected there today. What authorities are saying is that if you live in uh, regional areas, if you're on remote farms, the idea is to get into the city centres of places like Swan Hill, Majora, Bendigo, uh, those sort of places to stay out of harm's way.
0: And still on weather, Sydney Ciders from today will be on Level 2 water restrictions. That's the highest in a decade. This affects activities like watering gardens, washing cars and filling pools, so make sure you check those out. The guards who were on duty the night Jeffrey Epstein, who was awaiting trial for sex trafficking charges, took his own life, have fronted up to court, Claire.
1: They have been charged with doctoring prison records. Uh, They were meant to be checking on Epstein every half hour or so, but what they were actually doing on the job were things like online shopping and having a bit of a sleep. So they're the first charges from uh, that episode and that's been highly anticipated.
0: And on this topic. Prince Andrew has just this morning released a statement saying he'll be stepping back from public duties for the foreseeable future. This comes after not-for-profit endeavours he is patron of have seen sponsors pull out. In the statement he says that his association with Epstein has become a major disruption to his family's work. To rugby now and the Wallabies have had A colourful year to say the least, not a great World Cup plus some off-field drama, hoping to turn over a new leaf with the appointment of Dave Rennie as new head coach.
1: He's a New Zealander. He was in the running for the top job with the All Blacks. He's very highly regarded. So it was really trumpeted yesterday as uh, probably the light at the end of a pretty dark tunnel for the Wallabies. Uh, they're, of course, going through some difficult issues as well with their board and their uh, organising body having some really tough organisational times.
0: One question that came up was whether they did try to talk to Eddie Jones. They did. His contract with England is too complicated for them to unpick. So that wasn't an option. In South Dakota, the number of 12 to 17 year olds using meth is double the national average, hence the launch of a campaign to try and raise awareness of the issue. But sometimes marketing campaigns can be lost in translation.
1: <laughs> the governor of South Dakota has spent more than half a million Australian dollars on this campaign. It's a lot of money in the grand scheme of things. South Dakota is a fairly small state, but the campaign slogan is meth, we're on it. And it has sort of these beautiful images of South Dakota, but of course, this really stark and grim message. It's had national and now international attention. Marketing experts are fairly firmly in the bucket of, oh my God, what were they thinking? Uh, but the governor says that it's an important conversation that needs to be had given it's a very significant issue for them.
0: And that it's worked given the noise that it's made. And just to be clear, it's meth, full stop, wear on it, as in they're tackling the issue.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Looks like a beautiful tourism ad, not so much.
0: Not so much. Each day the Squeeze Today email subject
1: line is a song lyric that relates to a news item. I'm really stoked with myself today. Okay. Uh, It's World Philosophy Day. It's a UN mandated day. I've gone for Ed Sheeran. I'm thinking out loud.
0: Oh, because we're pondering the meaning of life. Exactly right. Stop and think about why we all exist. Off
1: you go. Oh,
0: boy. I'm not sure if I have time (laughs) for that today. but (laughs) I'll give it a go. (laughs) It is World Philosophy Day after all. A reminder to check out our new weekly podcast, Squeeze Shortcuts. We have one out on the impeachment process, which is quite relevant at the moment. In 10 minutes, i will help you understand the process and why it's happening to Donald Trump. Others include your shortcut to Islamic State, climate change, drought, another couple of big topics, America and Iran's relationship and the background to what's happening in Hong Kong. Enjoy your Thursday. We'll chat to you tomorrow. gpn.com forward slash squiz today.